Hi there, Megan Thompson here with Megan Thompson Coaching and we are discussing the number one myth you need to lay down when parenting a resilient, sensitive child in a peaceful and calm manner. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. All right, so if you're parenting a sensitive kid who is hitting, kicking, screaming, yelling, throwing things, running away, having daily meltdowns, multiple times a day meltdowns, or even meltdowns on a multiple times a week basis, then listen up. All of those behaviors are ineffective behaviors for sure, we all know that. And it's also true that they are not developmentally appropriate for children who are over the age of four. That means that if you're parenting a four-year-old, your kiddo needs to be completely grown out of that behavior by the time they hit five. All right, so what that means is that if you're parenting a nine-year-old, my heart goes out to you if you're dealing with all of this, please know that it is not your fault. Our mission here at MTC is to help you educate yourself and equip yourself with the tools and the strategy and the approach that is going to serve you and your children to the most resilient outcome because highly sensitive children become become more resilient when parents lead them playfully, right? So let's focus on that today, right? Now we have helped hundreds of families, um, almost 800 at the time of this recording in this avenue of loan in, in our coaching work, right? Now, obviously I've been working for a lot longer than that, but we are coming up on our six year anniversary here at MTC. So I'm excited about that. I'm very, I'm celebrating that and uh, with you today. And I'm, I'm so thrilled to continue our plan if you ever listen to any of my very early on Facebook Lives or podcasts, though as as I don't curse anymore <laughs> live on message, uh, disrupting the industry has definitely been a, a focus of mine and especially related to gentle parenting. Now, many of you are following me because gentle parenting aligns with your with your values, you want your child to be able to be emotionally intelligent. You want your child to be able to follow through on their own dreams and expectations without railroading their their experiences, without um, creating a, a situation where they're a doormat, or without backbending and martyring themselves and people pleasing and becoming workaholics growing up. And guess what? Sensitive kids who are raised in gentle parenting in a gentle parenting dynamic. Uh, without clear and specific emotion regulation skills and clear and specific skills to stay out of the meltdown cycle will become people-pleasing workaholics at best and engage in developmentally inappropriate, risky, life-threatening behaviors at worst. This is something that I've been saying for years and it is so critical for you to understand because does that mean that I am not uh, a proponent of gentle parenting? No, 
don't crucify me yet. What's important to understand is that the focus that gentle parenting from a generalist standpoint is not leading you to success. And today we're going to talk about the number one myth that keeps you stuck in parenting a sensitive kid. And I feel so, so strongly about this because even parent coaches and professionals who are out there all over the internet, TikTok, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, they say the same thing and it is keeping you stuck. So what is it? What is it? You, your child is melting down because you are their safe space. They are safe with you and that's why they're melting down and therefore you should be their container, arms wide open, as stretched as you can be, have the meltdown happening, notice their emotions, sit with them as if you're sitting with them on a buddy bench or sit with them as if you are sitting with them on the floor at, while they're losing it for 30, 40, 50 minutes long. Now, if your parent who's parenting a sensitive kid and your kiddo's meltdowns are lasting longer than 10 minutes over the age of four, then your child's behavior is not developmentally appropriate. So what's happening is all of these gentle parents who, gentle parenting experts who learn about the personality trait at the high level, that the fact that it exists, right? A temperament of naturally more sensitive, more thoughtful children who tend to observe more about the world, who feel deeply, can then be characterized by their deep feelings. And if you are expecting your child to change out of this meltdown cycle, you have to notice and be discretionary about who you're listening to and what you're listening to. Your child is not a deeply feeling child who will feel for an hour plus beyond at the highest level of intensity and in the same breath call that safe. It is not safe. Now, I am hopefully, I'm very passionate, but I'm not mad at you. This is not your fault. It, it, what, I, what I will tell you is I'm also not mad at the well-meaning professionals who are keeping you stuck. They just don't know what they don't know. Do I think it's irresponsible? Yes, right? Um, yes, because solving this problem is going to take longer than a half an hour training or an hour training or you know something like that, right? Obviously, we do what we do. We do it very well we have a 98% success rate because intensive is what, what it takes to break a family meltdown cycle. Now, you can certainly gain some information in an hour or so, which is what we do here. But I'm not going to debase you to presume that transforming your life can happen in an instant, uh, remotely without a conversation, um, and, and, you know, and, and tell you that it's simple, right? Because you're, more, you're smarter than that. You're smarter than that. And so I'm not going to play into the uh, quick fix mentality of today's society that purports that you don't have an attention span beyond three minutes and therefore that's all you can handle. No, if you're ready to solve this problem and we'll talk more about what we do here at MTC to, to actually fix it, then you and I both know it's gonna take longer than a three minute short video, right? And you're smart enough to know that. I'm not going to, to, to believe that you're unintelligent and um, ignorant to the understanding of how people change. No, uh, no, absolutely not. It's certainly not our ideal clients. Our ideal clients understand that change takes hard work and commitment. And so uh, with that being said, with that being said, let's, let's have a real talk about it, okay? Let's speak about why, you know, wh what position you're in at this point, 
how come it's being perpetuated, how, how you can bust out of it, what you do need to believe, and then also uh, what's going to shift so that you can break out of the pattern sustainable. Sound good? Great. All right, let's go. So here's the deal. The thought process is that your child is safe with you and therefore they are sharing their big emotions and big behaviors with you in the middle of a meltdown. Let's break that down, all right? A meltdown is a expression of behavior where your child is completely disconnected from reality. They are in freeze, flop mode, learned helplessness, completely offline. Their brain is not working in a way that is helpful. It is responding as if it is preparing for death. Now we break this down more effectively in my work. However, I just want to speak about this. If you're fighting off a bear, you are not very targeted unless you're Liam Neeson. I literally said that to my clients last week. You guys get a nice uh, preview into some of the conversations and the humor that we, we put in play here. But unless you're some sort of like jujitsu black belt or, or super duper superhero, um, when you're fighting off a bear, you're, you're not going to be good at it. <laughs> like your arm's going to be flailing, your, your, your mouth is going to be saying all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't repeat to your mother. And, <laughs> you know, um, or, you know, you wouldn't say in the workplace, you're going to be doing whatever it is that you can to get that bear off your body. Right? And if it's a certain kind of bear, you're going to be fighting it. If it's a certain kind of bear, you're going to be pretending you're dead because that's what the body is miraculously designed to do. It's what the brain is miraculously designed to do. Now, if your child is in a meltdown, they are responding to the world as if the life situation in that moment is a bear. Guess what? Guess what? You are not a bear, right? So I will, I will help you, you know, shake it off, take a deep breath. You are not a bear. I am not telling you that you are a bear, right? You are not, I am not presuming that you are actively trying to scare your child, nor that you are actively trying to manipulate your child through fear. You might be reactively doing that because that's part of the meltdown cycle. And there's no judgment because you've been stuck in it while trying to fix it, right? But I am not going to debase you with or, or criticize you with the belief that you're doing this on purpose and that you have zero knowledge on what's effective for parenting. You, you know, it is it is 2024, people. If you haven't understood that parenting, that, that, that um, punishments don't teach and using fear and holier than thou mentality in your household doesn't help a child become emotionally independent and capable, we're probably not a fit. We're probably not a fit, right? If you slide into that behavior because that's all you know, that's a different story. We help parents break patterns at the deep root level all the dang time. And it's also true that it, that we don't convince parents that traditional parenting that was not based in science is, um, you know, is that's not part of our work, right? Used to be, used to be. But at this point, there's plenty of families who have moved beyond that understanding and that thinking. And that's, that's our ideal client. Okay. So Let's move forward in understanding the, the focus here because our methods work much more effectively if you've already thrown that punishment belief into the trash can, right? Um, like I said, doesn't mean it doesn't creep back up because you might be wondering, and this is the situation that regular parent, gentle parenting gets you 
gets you in. Okay, if my if I'm supposed to be a container and I'm just supposed to sit with my kid and share with them that I hear them and that I see them and that their feelings are valid, though their behavior is not, and do that for an hour, where does the rest of the day go? Where does the emotional intensity go? Who's expected to pick that up? Like, you know, my clients come in and they say, Megan, do you, you know, do you have, are other parents experiencing this emotional whiplash? Yes. That's what gentle parenting does. When you're expected to just hold like a big old bucket, like bigger than those ice buckets they sell, the plastic ones with the rope handles, like the emotions are overflowing. Your kiddo's not going from zero to 60. They're going from zero to zero to 100 and overflowing 110, 130. You're walking on eggshells all day long. So this framework of your child is safe when they're losing their mind on top of you is not effective, right? Are you with me? Okay, great. Let's keep going. (laughs) It's not effective because your child does not feel safe in that moment, especially if their body is responding at such a big level, such a big level that that's lasting for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes, right? You guys can see I'm getting all riled up because in the gentle parenting paradigm for parents of highly sensitive kids, like, you know, human behavior, we tend to go to extremes. And that extreme means that you end up being a doormat when you're trying to raise your child to not be a doormat themselves. How do you lead? How do you lead? What do you do? You say, well, maybe this method doesn't work. I need to completely do a 180. Well, that doesn't work either. However, however, I know for sure the thoughts probably crossed your mind a bazillion times, especially in the middle of the moment, especially if your kiddo's losing it and they're smacking their sibling, Right? And they feel such regret and overwhelm and they're telling you, I don't know how to control it, mommy. Please help. Devastating, heartbreaking. We can't keep perpetuating this. We can't keep perpetuating this. Your child is not safe in that moment. They do not feel safe in that moment. Now you are doing your very best to create a, um, the safest possible situation in that dynamic, right? And you're doing your very best to create a safe environment where you're not, you're not um, abusing your child or neglecting them, right? However, there's missing pieces in this dynamic that leaves you feeling unfulfilled and unsatisfied in your parent-child relationship. And as a result, so does your child. They feel unfulfilled and unsatisfied. Now, can we look at this from a blunt le- level? And can we, ju- can we accept that? As, as an okay truth, that if you were losing your mind and you were six or nine on a daily basis for an hour, even 20 minutes, I mean, that's a long time to be raging. That's a long time to be raging. Can you imagine raging like that as an adult for 20 straight minutes? Maybe sometimes this happens for you in the meltdown cycle. Do you feel good after that? Do you feel safe when you're doing that? No, right? No. So, do you feel held when you're venting at that, inte- in, that intense level and somebody's just looking at you like, is this going to end soon? Because I don't like it. Where is this going to go? Right? Your fight or flight is heightened in that dynamic too. So why are we letting ourselves perpetuate that this is all there is? We just need to wait for our kid to grow out of it. We need to talk to them after the meltdown's over about how they could use skills better differently next time. Talking to your kid is like, talking in one ear and out the other, because you've been doing that since your kid was like one and a half. Let's call a spade a spade. 
this process isn't working. Okay? So we have to playfully teach children. You cannot be talking to your kid about what they could do and front run it logically because children are not logical. <laughs> they could be smart. They could be smart, but they are not logical. They are emotion led. They are emotion focused and they are emotion centric. And that's okay because that's the part of the brain that develops first that's necessary. It's necessary. It's just the way that the miraculous brain is designed to work. So great. Let's not talk to our kids about what they could be doing better next time because that is going to keep you even more exhausted, especially if your kiddo has a shame cycle right after the meltdown. They won't even talk to you after it, right? Right? Okay. So are we all in agreement that the typical traditional gentle parenting just simply leaves much to be desired? All right. So that means that we don't, we stay out of extremes. We don't run to the other end. Maybe my kid needs firmer, stricter hand. Maybe my kid needs, needs, um, you know, the, the, a leash loss of privileges. No, no, you know, you and I both know that's not working either. It creates more meltdowns, creates more fear-based responses. They're putting up and shutting up just so that they can get a thing. You're manipulating them and then you're feeling manipulated by their behavior. I mean, it's cyclical. Listen to that. Listen to that, right? So what is necessary? Why are you stuck? Why are we getting into this whole cycle? Because your child needs specific consistent boundaries in the middle of the emotion that needs to be playful and your child needs to be able to notice that you will not hold firm for an hour at this you know rage mentality and then the family will feel okay right family doesn't feel okay when that happens now if you're missing skills and and you know when you say i will not and that comes out angrily and that comes out emotionally um, charged and you're, you're trying to seek power, that's, that's fine. It just means you're missing the language skills. Now I've been saying since 2018 that parenting a sensitive kid requires to, your, you to speak a different language. Right now, this is becoming more popular. This framework is becoming more popular because, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery, I'm sure. And it's also true that it's really, really critical that you understand the professional that you're following and whether or not they learn and know uh, more about the highly sensitive trait than just regular the fact that the kid feels big feelings and they need validation because if that's all they're teaching then there's there's a, a really big gap in uh, clarity and how to set structured behaviors effectively so what you're going to need to do is learn how to raise your child in a way where you're setting clear and consistent boundaries. Your child needs structure. You need to be able to scaffold their level of skill set right now. And that has to be coming from an assumption that your child is not fragile. And if that feels very difficult for you, then you need professional support. Your child is not the problem here, neither are you, but the problem is based in your assumptions of what's possible for your kid. And that is a lot easier to solve if you know how to raise your child in an effective way and if you know how to stay out of your own negative limiting beliefs. Now that's not gonna come from somebody who just gives you advice. 
borrowed thoughts only stick for a little while. You have to learn how to retrain your own brain so that you can focus on rewiring your child's brain for resilience. Now, obviously, for our work, we use our resilience rewiring protocol. That's a trademarked process that we have and we teach our clients. And it's also true that the focus has to start first with you. When you change the dynamic, you start to feel more empowered. Then you are much more capable of teaching your child to be empowered. And being empowered isn't with a bag of tricks, like, you know, magically presuming that your kid is going to respond and snap to attention every single time. You definitely need to know how to stop meltdowns in the middle, right, of them so that they slow down. You definitely need to know how to track meltdowns to understand how that they're how they're improving, right? And you need to move deeper than that. Your emotional change has to shift so that you're not feeling like you're a bad parent if you don't wait forever for your kid's meltdown to stop. I mean, we've helped clients like our client Maria. Maria. She was following the gentle parenting uh, approach at, from a from a main characteristic and even bought a, a program or maybe more than one, right? Read all kinds of books before she started working with us. And the mentality that she had taught herself through that was that she needed to stay in the meltdown for her child and hold that or else that made her a bad mom because the language in that regular old gentle parenting for all other kids, not just you know sensitive kids, but for every child was your child's emotions need to, to experience, in order to experience and decrease, they need to feel as if your love is never ending and, and can contain whatever it is that they throw at you. And so at the point of no return, she was yelling because her kiddo was raging for an hour and she had a baby on her hip. There is no way that, that, that any process that knows what they're doing would, would create that effective uh, limit for you and say that that's normal. No, it just means that those professionals don't understand the meltdown cycle for parents of sensitive children. And so what that means is that you need to ensure that you're following a process that works. And if all of our free resources for the last five near six years haven't gotten you to the point where you have felt not only empowered, but effective at raising your child and you're not dealing with meltdowns any longer, then book a call with the team. We're happy to talk to you about how our process could serve you if your goals and your family's needs are in alignment with our work and your understanding of the problem also fits that dynamic. Now, if it's not, we are happy to walk you through exactly what other parents are able to do with a local professional that would include therapy. All right, absolutely. And that's fine right? Because our work needs to stay specific in order to continue to be so, so successful. And that means that we're, we're not going to be able to work with everybody. And I'm fine with that. Um, same thing, uh, you know, going back full circle as to why we don't give tips and tricks on this, um, uh, on this platform, or on any of the platforms, because I know that at this level, your child is not behaving at an age appropriate manner. That means you're stressed, you're focused and, and, and overwhelmed. And if that's the case, then it's time to seek support and to do things differently. And forgive yourself for not being able to turn this around with the wrong guidance right? And if you're ready to do that, then we're happy to help you move through that process and to make that sustainable, to break out of the shame and overwhelm that regular gentle parenting perpetuates for you and uh, to start to feel deeply, deeply certain that you know exactly what you need to do to lead your child into a more resilient way of operating in the world. 
on a daily basis. And if you're ready for that, then we are happy to talk to you. We'll talk to talk to you about our work, the process, uh, what what would be relevant for you if if it's even relevant for you. And if it's not, again, as I mentioned before, we are happy to steer you in a more effective direction so that it is a win-win for everyone. All right. Lovely talking to you today. We will see you next week and uh, have a good one. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen, what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson, and we look forward to speaking to you soon.